Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Oh, I got a live one here. All right. Yeah. Oh, shit. Welcome. Yes, 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 yes. To another episode of Spears and uh, Steinberg. Yeah, fuck. Coming to you live from Ontario, California. And it has been great. It has been great. Uh, and where the fuck was we last week? Detroit? Detroit. We were in Southfield. Which wasn't which wasn't bad, but again, it's, it's nice when you can fucking do something it's just this explosive my win-loss record in uh southfield at uh punchline out there was uh three wins two losses and a tie right right here you are f- was it four and oh four and oh four and oh strong four and oh strong four and oh a standing ovation <laughs> mvp at the free throw line chant four and oh yeah. uh ontario is one of those places man and 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 uh and then next week we're gonna be in Jacksonville, which is going to feel like a letdown. Not that Jacksonville is bad, because uh, it's not bad, but it's not great. It's not like this. Compared to this. It, it's cool. This is crazy. But, but this shit is so ridiculous, it's going to seem a little like, you know, womp, womp, womp. Yeah, because last night's Saturday show, uh, the, the first show, the early show, it was a good show. By any standard of the imagination, anywhere else would be, it was a right. good show, but it wasn't it wasn't the show out here. It was the no. week, it was the week show. It was the weakest of the of the uh, the four that we had done so far. Four that we've done, but it but even then, it, and its weakness. It was still great. It was potent. Yeah, you know the the, the cocaine was good. <laughs> the, the drug was good. But this is uh this is rare to get a room that is this good, this consistent. I I've just been enjoying the fuck out of it. To be Dude, honest, dude, I wonder if I have to shit more than you. Uh, that food we ate. Uh, you found a nice little gem. Soul food gem out here in all places of Ontario. Yeah, this right. place is mostly what Latins, yeah, Latinos, mm-hmm. and uh, white folks. Some white folks, some yeah. black folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but it's, it's mixed. But, but it, it's it's tr- it's Trump idea of what scares him. Lots of Mexicans, right? A few black folks and very little white folks, right? Yeah, yeah. I you know, but it's it's uh, <laughs> it's a melting pot. It's a melting pot. And and, and, and uh, this the pot place, was just made out of Mexicans though. They're so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah man the food was good uh had a velvet waffle and some fried chicken and now my ass has got to perform <laughs> and i don't mean on stage nigga my ass has got the stage is the toilet nigga but uh this is this is difficult here for the very first time because this is the first time we've actually roomed together 
Yeah, we 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 usually usually I when I'm close enough to drive home, uh, I like to stay in my own bed because I'm so you know used to hotels and shit. So it's nice to stay in your own surroundings, but uh, that traffic is such a beast. Like it takes an hour to drive from my house to there to here and back with no traffic, which is to say that that's that two o'clock in the morning drive, you know, late at night. But um, because if I had to be here on time for the show, I literally would have to drive in the heart of rush hour. And what is supposed to be a one hour drive turns into three. And it's a nightmare. So I was like, fuck it. I always get a hotel room for the people listening. Even though I, I'm close enough to stay home, I always get a hotel room because, again, to beat this traffic, I have to leave early enough in the day. So I figure I just fucking leave early enough and then crash at the hotel for, you know, four, five, six hours until showtime. That way I don't have to fuck with that traffic. Uh, and usually you get your own room. But because uh, of problems with the wife. I was like, fuck it, man. I'm going to just stay in. And the room has double beds. So I just said, fuck it. And I ended up crashing here uh, last night. So, yeah, this is the first time we've been roommates, man. It's time I, you know, we've seen each other's feet. Yeah. <laughs> but but the bathroom has uh, been the area. It's been the area that we've we've been respectful of each other. Yeah. But it's, it's uh, you don't need two grown men sharing a bathroom. Nah, nah, because, you know, that's when you really get to learn, you know, what your, what your friend ate. I'm going to be real honest with you. Yes. Uh, when I left here this morning, I, yes. went, I went to the hotel lobby. Right. And I. And oh, you had to go. Oh, yeah. Take shit. Yeah, that's right. Oh, okay. Because I'm, I'm, like you say, I'm too nice of a guy. Listen, man, like I said, I, I, I don't like use public bathrooms unless I have to. <laughs> Uh, if, if there's no other choice, then fuck it. It be what it be. But uh, again, I know I said this before. I, I I don't like hearing other motherfuckers' butt noises, man. But I, and then and then we, I went when we came back. I went to use the bathroom to pee real quick. And when, when we came, came back from the mall, when we came back from yeah. the mall, and we went into the bathroom. We're at a nice hotel. It's a nice hotel. It's by the airport. But I mean, this is where Ontario is by the airport. The hotel's nice. It's a double tree. It's a Hilton property. It's nice. I went to, I went to go uh, take a quick piss and wash my hands. And I hear this noise come from the bathroom, and I look down, and there's this dude in the stall, barefoot. No shoes and socks. No shoes and socks. Dumping. Dare I ask? Yeah. Go ahead and ask it. He was, was he, was he come on. Ma- mayonnaise? Who, who would walk in? Have you ever, I have no thing. Listen, I know I've heard from some of my people, you know, when they take, if, especially if you got a struggle shit. If you're giving birth, uh... Some of my friends have told me they get butt ass naked because there's a certain relaxation that comes with pushing one out. Uh, and for some reason, it just feel like, you know, like I know when I've eaten too much and I feel bloated and full <laughs> for some reason when I get to my room. And this is why it's good, even though we, we've enjoyed each other's company. It's good to have your own space. Right. When I get uh, too full, I get butt naked uh, and lay down on my back. And I and I and for some reason I know it doesn't, but in my mind, if I'm naked, it helps the digestion process. And I don't think ain't shit to do with it. <laughs> but for some reason, it just feels like if you ain't got no clothes on, the food moves through you. Your digestion is better. So I know when some people take a shit, dude, they get ass naked because there's a certain form of mental and emotional relaxation that comes with being able to. Feel as free as you can as you give birth. I don't know about all that, but what I do know is I'm very happy that you felt 
you didn't feel the need to digest as relaxed as you normally do. That's what I'm happy about. <laughs> I'm happy that your digestion took place all all clothed. Yeah, I you know, uh <laughs> nigga, listen, I I'm not comfortable with my dick size, so that's the reason why I stay covered up. If I had a humongous dog, I'd probably walk around this motherfucking naked and I'd give a fuck because I'd be so vain. But the guy in the bathroom, um, yeah, you know, I don't know. That's probably why he took his socks off, his shoes and his socks off. No, I didn't, I didn't see any shoes and socks near his feet. I think he was just uh, in there. Well, and then and then when we were at the restaurant today, right? The Filipino dude. Yeah, yeah. Listen, um, and I don't want to make this seem like it's just the Asian thing, because I know, especially at the airport, I see all kind of people do this. Listen, people. Um, Keep your shoes and your fucking socks on when you're in public, okay? Bare feet is some shit you do at home. You know what I mean? You don't, especially in a goddamn restaurant, you don't have your motherfucking toes and your heels out in the open for other people to see, okay? Because, you know, and, and for me, um, I'm starting to get to that age now where I feel like the older I get, the more I just don't give a fuck. And I was close to saying something to him. Like, hey, man, put your shoes on, dog. And it's in a restaurant. We're in a restaurant right, and right. a table. Yeah, and he's like, you know, a foot or two away from me. But, like, yo, man, put your feet away. You know what I mean? Don't, don't, don't do that. And it wasn't even like the foot was on the ground. No, he, I mean, he, he, he had it, you know. Crossed his legs. Cro- crossed his leg like like his heel was up on his thigh. Um, You know, I, listen, I almost have a problem with, with men who sit. With their legs crossed. Like, when you can move your legs and your feet into your lap, that's bitch shit. No man's supposed to, no nigga's supposed to be, you a man, dog. Sit regular with your legs open and out. Fuck you, men just be crossing legs and putting heels up in their laps. Like, that's bitch shit. Like, you cozy in for the night. <laughs> Fuck out of here. But yeah, man, I just put your feet away. I don't, I don't like, I don't like naked feet like that. But this is the most I've ever seen it, and it's just been, and even when I'm on the plane, sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll be on, I'll be on the plane, and you know how sometimes you feel your feet like swell up a little bit when you're when you're in the yeah because you're tight and you need, yeah. you need to breathe. So I'll, I'll pull my foot out of the shoe, but I'll leave my foot in the shoe. Do you know what I mean? Right. But with right. socks on, but I'll leave my foot in the shoe. That's why I wear flip flops when I travel. Yeah. That's that's how you avoid that. You know, you, you and, and and even then, every now and then I'll probably pull my foot out a little bit because you just get tired of shit being locked up. But I don't ever, I don't ever. Listen, you, if you see me in public, because I like to be comfortable, I always got on socks and flip flops. I don't, I don't, even when I get my pedicures, I don't let my naked feet touch the air. Did, did you people hear that? Aries gets pedicures. Yes, and proudly, goddammit. Yeah. And I think men should be more uh, into the idea of getting pedicures because. Especially if you're going to wear your feet out, man. If you're going to put the top down on the convertible, your interior got to be right. But it feels good. It's a massage for your foot. For the, the you talking about the, the the pedicure? Yeah, when you go in, it's yeah, it's very relaxing. The la- the, it's very relaxing. And, and again, I know I, I probably mentioned this before, but listen, I, I, I'm 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 a foot dude in terms of for women. If you're a bad bitch with pretty feet, them toes get sucked. You know what I mean? Them heels get nibbled on. But I'm not a foot guy for anybody else, and which which means myself. But yo, when my feet is pedicured, yo, I'm I'm the I'm the Ali of feet, man. So that, my shit is pretty as a motherfucker. That that scene from Boomerang, when uh, Eddie Murphy with the hammer time, <laughs> he looked down and saw his feet. And he was like, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, put your fucking feet away, people. 
Um, and get a pedicure. It feels good. Yeah, it's very relaxing. It's, it's very fucking relaxing, especially when they use them tools to get into them cuticles. And, and, and for the dudes, when you go in there, what's really nice about it is women, and I, I know that this is not going to sound nice, but I don't give a fuck. The Me Too movement has moved in. It's Me Too. Like It's more like I want to be here too. I want to be wherever dudes are that are enjoying due time. Me Too should be Me Too. Like I want to be here too. I want to be right. in your way. I don't want you to enjoy your commend time. This is the one time in my life where I get to do Me Too. Like I go where women are mm. and I'm like, no, no, I'm going to enjoy some shit around women here. I'm going to fuck up your time now because you were talking. When you walk in there, they're talking about shit. They're having a good time. Right. And they're you they're walk, doing things you ain't supposed to be included in. And as soon as you walk in, it gets silent. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I want to be so part of the Me Too movement in terms of crashing women's shit. I think next week I'm going to start just fucking going to their restrooms. That's that's gonna get you on the other side of the me too. Nah, the, fuck the, that. The, I mean, that's shit. the hashtag. Why can't, why can't, why can't I shit with y'all shit? Well, you can. You're just gonna have to identify differently. But you could. You could. Right. I just gotta put a wig on. Or or just say, you know what? I felt very feminine today. Right. Just all you gotta do is put a wig on. But you said this is who I am. Do you have to even put a wig on? Or do you have to? I think you gotta sell it a what, little bit. What if you watched Lifetime for like two hours? Or I just be like, I'm a I'm a I'm an Afroish. And you felt the you felt the power of the woman that day, right? And I still think you got to sell it with a little bit of wardrobe. Okay, you can't just look like you know you play for the motherfucking Baltimore Ravens and just go in there as is. You got to put a little bit of lipstick on and maybe a a wig. Well, then maybe uh, you could do it in the evening. You could get drunk and just take off your shoes like white girls do, (laughs) and walk around public places with no shoes on again. We came back to the feet, the naked feet in this thing, right? Right, nasty things. Do people do with their feet? Yeah. Um, something I had wanted to mention to you, and I think we got it. We kind of got into it a little bit, but didn't get too heavy because we wanted to save it for the podcast. Matter of fact, we were even talking about it at the Soul Food Spot yesterday. Um, f- for those of you who have never met Mr. Steinberg, dude, you're one of the nicest fucking guys I, I know. People don't think I'm nice, though. What people? Like people that know me, that just know me, like. Just kind of an arm's length distance. They don't really know that I'm nice. They don't know that I actually give a fuck. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm talking about when you interact with people in the public. Yeah, and, and and not as the dude who just got off stage. I'm talking about just hey, this is our Uber driver, or we're somewhere and something's being purchased, and you dealing with the clerk or who, any anything. I'm respectful. Yeah, but you but you, you're nice, dude. Like where where, where were we? Where uh, you tip? some big tip or something when you didn't need to or you give somebody some extra cash. What I'm ultimately getting at is I think it's awesome that you're nice, but especially for here and the podcast, I still think like if I'm one of those racists, like the stereotypical Asians in the movies that, that who's a sensei best karate still inside. <laughs> I, I still think some of your best comedy is still inside, especially with this podcast. Like, I would like to see you get just a little—I don't want to use the word filthier because that's—I don't mean literally in terms of profanity raw. of it. Raw, just more raw. You know, like, like, like. Again, I'm an avid listener of uh, Patrice on Opie and Anthony, and it's almost like if those two were on a basketball team. They've been doing. You could tell they're seasoned vets together. 
They've been doing it long enough to where Patrice can give him the no-look pass, and Anthony knows it's coming. He knows where to be in the right spots. He could throw the alley-oop to Patrice, and Patrice would catch it. Their, their, their chemistry was so on fire in terms of what they did. They did some skit where ultimately they were talking about some woman's pussy, and it led to Anthony doing Popeye because Patrice described her pussy as Bluto or something. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, yeah, the pussy. And it just, it was fucking golden. Um, but where's Anthony now? I don't know where he is now. No one does. Yeah, he's rich though. So he's probably, <laughs> you know, living he's his best. He's enjoying it. He's enjoying his it. His best Bruce Wayne. Um, and, and, I, and I just feel like, 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 I just and again, the great thing is we're still early with this. We're still new with this podcast. We're not even a hundred eps in, so there's so much time to figure this out. Um, and you know, there are people that listen to it and go, "Yo, we love you guys. We think you guys are great together." And I'm not disagreeing with them, but I just think we we need to reach another level. Well, there's also some people that think that I need to just to really say what's you can tell what's on my mind i don't always say it though well but, but see that's what we got to do because I, I, I you know i'm late when it comes to watching movies because again i travel so when movies hit the theaters unless it's a fucking movie i absolutely am dying to see or it's an eventful movie like fucking avengers that's an event you want to see that on a screen i usually wait till i can download it from itunes because that way i have something fresh to watch on my long plane rides and i finally saw deadpool 2 yeah, uh, and there was the funny line that cracked me the fuck up where Ryan Reynolds has the baby legs and he's talking and TJ Miller's in the scene and he goes can you can you can you speak up and, and he goes and Ryan goes what he goes because I can't hear you with that pity dick in your mouth and I fucking lost it and I just thought to myself we need to have moments like that mm-hmm. if, if you feel like there's something about me that you want to say Dude, go for it. I'm not going to fuck. What, am I, what do you think I'm going to do? I'm going to flip out, get angry. And no. Fucking say that shit. It's just, it's just, we, that banter. I know. We need more of that that verbal banter. I'm try, I've been more honest since the beginning of the podcast, and it's gotten a little bit more every time, but it's still not where I want it to be. I, it, and it's not the honesty. It's not that I'm missing the honesty. It's just that I always try to figure out a different way to say it instead of saying it in the rawest way possible. But I'm, why are you thinking? Why don't you just say I it? I don't know. Why are you, you, you you're thinking? My mom... Mom, maybe it's because the because the Mexican and the Jew are the those two are very that that's that's a combination of guilt ridden anxiety. Who, well, who's who's more dominant, the Mexican or the Jew? Because I have a feeling the Jew is more dominant. But the Catholics are just as guilty. Catholics don't aren't supposed to masturbate. They're not supposed. To, they're a guilty motherfucker. But what I'm saying is, in terms guilty. of when you when you want to say something, but there's a struggle going on inside. Who's winning the fight? I feel like the Jew is winning the fight. I don't know who's winning. The f- I, don't I know think it's the Jew because the Mexican would fucking climb the wall or, or find a way into the country. You're not forcing your way into the country. Uh, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe it is the Jew. Yeah, we need to put put away uh, the Steinberg and bring out the Gomez, nigga. Because <laughs> I, you know, I, you know, like, you know, what's crazy? Like, and again, watching you on stage and like watching you last night and seeing how you you take more risks in terms of not sticking to your playbook and going off the cuff and improvising. And when you, when you hit those moments, they work and they work big and they work well. But then it's like, dude, when you get off stage, 
you don't seem to be as, I don't want to say not funny, because you are funny. That doesn't go away. But it's like you put your uniform away. You're not the superhero anymore. I'm just, I'm more, I really am more like low-key, not into people kind of. I am too, but when I can smell an opportunity to make a, a funny. Yeah. I can't help it. I got to fucking do it. Like, you didn't notice. I really, I, I was like, dude, as we were walking through the mall today, I was like, I was really on, like, I was on one. Like, I was in fucking goofy giggle mode. Because yeah, no, you, I there was several things that happened. I don't want to sound like I'm patting myself on the back, but it, because I don't do this often. Right. Like, when we were walking, you didn't even notice it. When we passed the, 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 what do you call those things in the mall where it's not a store, but they're set up in the middle kiosk, of the kiosk. kiosk. We passed the massage kiosk where, you know, they got that thing. And you've probably seen it in airports where it's a little station where they got the massage chairs and they got the fucking massagers dressed all in black wanting you to come yeah. sample it. And, you know, uh, all the all the massage people just happen to be Asian. But as I, as we were walking, this one lady... She had her hand out, like as though to say, "Here, come, like lead you, come <laughs> no, here." Yeah, I saw that. You saw me slap her high five, like like I slapped the shit out of her hand. <laughs> just and she and it was funny because she slapped me back, back yeah. like it was meant to just happen that way. Uh-huh. Dead expression, but that shit made me laugh. No, and you don't normally fuck with all the all, all like the people in the stores. Right. You were giving everybody a hard time. Oh yeah, we walked in the fucking Under Armour, which because I, I I was looking for t shirts. And I used to get those deals from Champs, four for twenty five, but none of them had them. And then we walked in, we walked in the Under Armour, which I told you was a bad idea because all this shit is is super tight, you know. Um, and I said to the one dude, "Hey man, where the big nigga section at?" And he started dying, and his boy started dying because he knew who I was already. He was like, "Yo, this nigga comedy," and you know that that material is that. Um, it's not silk. It's like polyester like rayon. Like a polyester yeah. rayon, but it's designed for... The wicking, so it doesn't... So the sweat disappears, right? Yeah, yeah. Wet. And uh, I said, what's the biggest size you had in this? Knowing that they didn't go past uh, 2X. tight Vietnamese boy. <laughs> and he said, yeah, 2X. And I said, man, how come all your shit is for in-shape Vietnamese niggas? You know what I'm saying? Like, the only people that wear this shit are the niggas with, who are built of bones. You know what I mean? They just, they just, just, you know, they fucking yawn, and you see their rib cage. As a whole Vietnamese family was sitting, standing next to us, yeah, in the shirts, yeah, yeah, and 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 you know, I, I just like, for instance, when we first got there, right, and we're parking in the back. That was good of the comedy club, um, which you know, just to give you an idea, there's the big fucking dumpster back there. It's the shit house. Uh, all the all the restaurants, these they come out of these back entrances to dump garbage. So it's just it's not even a parking area, but because the improv is there, the comics can park there. So I park my my truck, and then the fucking uh, the security guy that drives around in a little fake cop car with the siren with the lights up top. He just happens to be standing there talking to some dude. And he goes, "Are you guys with the comedy club?" And I pulled my wallet out and flashed it open like it was a badge. And I said, yeah, this is my partner. We're with the laughter division. And I just flashed in my wallet like it was a badge and closed it. And the guy goes, oh, okay, you're cool then. <laughs> and it just, it, it was, it was, listen, it was an Axel Foley, Eddie Murphy moment, Beverly Hills cop to me. The banana in the tailpipe. Right. And it just, it, it made me laugh and it made you laugh. And, you know, I'm, I would love to see some of that from you. Just, just. 
you know, you're not on stage. Let's see what Andy's funny is when it's not showtime. And, and, and I, you know, if that's not the makeup of your personality, that's fine. But I'd like to see you just go for some shit off the cuff, off the stage. When I'm not on stage, a lot of times when I'm around people, sometimes I'll, I'll like, like, like you did today, like you picked it up and you were funny. But a lot of times I'm just the guy who, when you looked at the poster and go, who's this bitch? And I go, that's Frida Carroll. She's an artist. And I right. tell you that shit. It's just my mind. I, I, it's in different places all the time. I have a lot of interests. Right. So being when I'm off and I'm not doing comedy, I'm not sometimes I'm not doing comedy. Yeah, but listen, I'm, I'm, and I'm not far from that. Because as I've told you, and as people have told me, they, they, don't, they can't imagine that I'm, I do comedy. Because, yeah, off stage, I'm very, most times, quiet and reserved. And I got my ice cube face and shit like that. But uh, if I see an opening, man, I'm, I'm you know, yeah, I'm, I'm going through it. And sometimes, I, again, I'm a very moody dude. So depending on my mood, I just might be like, yo, man, I just feel like, throwing shit to the wind and seeing what happens no you know but i also like to be entertained i'm going to be honest when i walk around with you right you're, you're the you're the entertainment because people it, it's funny to watch people walk up to you and it's funny to watch people's faces there's nothing i and i don't know how that feels as an, as an artist to be recognized the way that you get recognized but when people see you and it clicks in their head and that look mm. that they have in their face right. and the way that they walk up to you and it's like oh my god you know, it's just this, oh, my God, face. I, I, I am entertained by that so much. I, I spend a lot of my time when I'm around you. Right. Being entertained, being around you. Yeah, you know, that that uh, that, that power of celebrity is, is what is, is crazy to me sometimes. Because it's like people could be having a bad day, be in a shitty mood, and because they see someone they know, all of that goes away temporarily. And it's like you look at a thousand Joe Blows all day. And if your mood stinks, your mood stinks. And that doesn't change. But because you go, that's the guy from all of a sudden now you're fucking all smiles. That shit's ridiculous. But there was a moment last night, and I don't know if you picked up on it, but it, it, it was the only time this has ever happened in the year and a half together. And it's something that gets said to me all the time, and right. I absolutely hate it. And it was reversed last night for the very first time. And I didn't ask you about it last night, uh -huh. but this lady sees us. We were at the we were we were leaving the club, and we went to the convenience store. You needed to get some cigarettes, right? And you're in there, and then this lady sees me. She's at the counter, and she goes, "Oh my god, you were so." She looked at me. She goes, "You were so funny. Yeah. You are so funny." And she was very, you know, loud about it. Right. And then she's turned around. She saw you, and she goes, "Oh, and you were funny too." But that's the right. first time it ever happened. Because usually it's you're the you're so funny you're so funny right. and then I get the secondary oh you're funny too which I hate it's only, right. I feel it's like uh, it's like she was more excited to see you than me yeah no it's not even that it's just I always feel see there you go being nice again that's when, what it was but when I hear it when I hear it when it happens to me it feels like someone went oh here here try this sample of something great right. and we don't have any more samples here's a coupon for you. Right. That's how I feel about it. And then last right. night when I when it happened to me that when it happened to me, and then she looked at you and said, "I I, I honestly thought, oh, I guess it isn't it isn't what I think it is." I, I thought, "Oh, it's right. just who they see, who they see, who they recognize first. Right. And that's right. really where it comes from. Yeah. Um, but it was fun. It was fun for me last night for the very first time to ever hear it the opposite way. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, man. And again, I yeah, I don't know why you I don't know why you take that as such. Uh, if they they could say nothing. So the fact that they're telling you that, I don't think they're lying to you. No, but it's it's, it's just such a. I, and you know what? I, it's my own. It's it's the, it's the demons. We got to work I, on that. I wrestle with. We, we, we got to we we got to bust you open. I, I think a little bit. Like like I I I still feel like you know. It's it, it's about as growing up as a kid when you don't feel like you're good enough. <sighs> and you and when you're around, like if somebody uh, look look, the shop. Oh, the shop's coming on. Yeah. We, well, we got work to do. Yeah, well, we, yeah. Well, 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 let's mention it because you you did want to mention. Well, I watched, and I saw a little bit of it, but I get the gist of what it is. Well, yeah, the shop. I don't know if anybody caught that out there with uh, LeBron James' new uh, HBO half hour called the shop, right. and it was. I thought it was a great episode for the first one. And it's basically uh, something new. Niggas talking in the barbershop, and it's something that. I've been like I've gone. There's a black barber shop in Tucson, and I've been to the black barber shop several times mm-hmm. uh, with friends. I even got my hair cut one time. They fucked my hair up, even though I have curly hair. The dude thought he could do it. He couldn't mm-hmm. fucking do it. Uh, but I, so I know what the barber shop was, and I saw this, uh, and I saw it. And I thought it was really. It, it, to me, it felt like the opening of the barbershop like you got to see a little glimpse in not the barbershop but a the glimpse. movie no 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 the 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 as a person you got to go into a barbershop but you didn't really get to see everything that was going on in the barbershop you got a little taste of the barbershop right. like a little preview that's what i felt the opening of the show was right. and uh and i thought it was really good and i even put out a post that uh i've always thought that uh michael jordan was the goat but after seeing the shop uh I still think Michael Jordan is the goat, but I would rather hang out with LeBron James. I wouldn't. I would. Based on that? Yeah, he was really it was really fun to w- listen to him and the way he spoke and the way he I really liked how he was. I'm I what I'm more interested in hearing what the guys have to say and hanging out with the guys who don't put everything out there. A little mystery makes you even well, first of all, again, we all know I'm a Michael Jordan group. But Jordan doesn't talk. Like I never he, heard him say anything. Exactly. Yeah, I get he, what you're it's saying. It's a mystery. He doesn't. That's listen. I would love, and I, I said one of my favorite shows, Open Court, on NBA TV. I would love to see Michael Jordan sit with a bunch of the guys and talk that shit. But he's just mysterious that way. But to the contrary. He's known for the people that know him smoking them cigars and drinking that brown shit and talking shit. I would love to see the behind the closed doors MJ. Well, yeah. With LeBron, he's putting it all out there. So where's the mystery? You know what it is. I don't know. I just think it would be fun to hang out with him where I don't think Michael would be as much fun. Michael's too guarded. Did you hear what I just said? Yeah. This nigga, brown liquor, cigars, and tequila. That's what Michael does. I don't think... What's not interesting? I'm sure it's going to be interesting. I'm sure I'm not going to be one of the people who gets to hang out with him like that. Uh, it, no matter why, where I went. Why, why because he has why, such why? a tight crew. Look who his crew is. Who does he hang out with? Ahmad Rashad. Okay. Who Spike else? Spike Lee. Spike Lee. He was best friends with Charles Barkley. But you never know what circumstance you will find yourself in. Oh, true. You might be in a circumstance that leads to that. But he... It, it's, you with me, nigga. But this, but I might one day be able to get close enough to Mike because he's a fan of comedy and goes, I like this nigga. Come sit with me. And tell that dude to go hang out with LeBron. 
<laughs> Especially if he knows how you feel. Well, LeBron was just interesting. He had things to say, and I, and I thought he put it out there. And I did think it was really interesting. And I liked the special. I liked what they were going back and saying. And I felt they were trying to capture something. And this is the one. Are all these people on this one show? Yeah. Yeah. The one with Jamar. Uh, John Stewart? John Stewart ends up. This is And there's a little controversy about John Stewart with this one. Because I watched all the sports channels the next day. Right. And all the sports shows had their own opinion on this. I mean, they took this seriously. Like it was, they were. They and were. The bottom talking. line is, they didn't like seeing a white guy hang out with the niggas. No, they didn't at all. Not That's, well. Yeah. Only, well, especially Jason uh, Whitcock from uh, is, it, that, is it Whitcock? Whit- part, Whitlock? He, Whitlock. Whitlock. He part of the Coon Camp. He uh, he had some he had some issues with he he thought that there was other people and and rightfully I mean he he brought up Arsenio Hall, but you know what Ars- Arsenio Hall's funny. And nothing against funny, and I and I think Arsenio Hall could have done a good job. But John Stewart, although funny, he moved that 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 show that he had on HBO for uh, was it on HBO or was it on? Uh, you talking about his show, The Daily Show? The Daily Show. That's Comedy Central. Comedy Central. Comedy Central. He did have a show on HBO, but it, that yeah. one got canceled. Uh, but he moved his his uh, news program. And this is kind of I don't know how it's recorded. I thought he did a good job, but you know I also understand that if you want to portray. Uh, authentic black barbershop, then yeah, maybe he wasn't. Don't have the, the white guy? Yeah. Yeah, but for what this is, and listen, I, I wish I could see the episode now because it's showing John Stewart talking. So I don't really know the context of what's going on, but just from a pure entertainment value, it's about that other perspective. Well, and, and it ain't like white guy, a white guy won't be seen in a barbershop because the white guys that act like niggas, who you think cutting their hair? So, you know, my son's a barber. <laughs> okay, so there you go, but I get I I, I whatever. No, and I and I and I but I, I kind of understood what he was saying, but on the other hand, the part that that made me uh think about it the other way is, but if you want to open up the show to everyone, it was a good perspective to have a different uh set of eyeballs in there asking some questions that maybe wouldn't have got asked by a black host who might not have Brought some stuff if, back. If anything else, based on what they talk about, and I'm sure race is obviously in this episode, uh, that's how you create the dialogue. You can't just you can't you can't expect to fix a problem if part of what needs to be fixed isn't in on the conversation. Well, good point. So you know, but the greatest thing I've I heard in this whole thing was uh, uh, Carmichael, uh, Gerard Carmichael. Right. He brought up something that I have been saying quietly because I just didn't want to offend anybody in, in their liberal uh, ways that they, they felt very passionate about this. But uh, Hamilton did suck. Like Hamilton the play, which I don't know if you know about Hamilton this play that they put on, and it wasn't that it sucked as far as what it was doing and the entertainment, but it wasn't hip-hop. It wasn't rap. It wasn't... Just real quick for the cliff notes because I'm not too hip on this. Hamilton is a play, yeah. That's done in rap form. That's done in yeah, like a, it's, it's, it's a done. musical done in a rap form where it, where it, they speak in, in, in rap, but there's no like there are white people, white people starring in it. No, it's, it's black. It's a black play. I, I, I you know, I'm I'm going to be honest. I've seen clips of the play. I've seen what's been shot. Uh, that's been on for film for you to see. Who, who, who basically? My question is, who put it together? Who's Mar- the one? Rand Miranda. Mar- Rand. Uh, this is his last name, but he's this guy, and I heard him do this freestyle on this he's, show. He's the creator. Yeah, he's. I think he's. I, I'm. He is Latin, and so I think he's Puerto Rican. I'm not 100 percent positive, right? But uh, 
and I heard him try to do this freestyle rap, and I heard that, and that's when I started doing a little bit more investigation into this. And I was like, this is the worst, most whack rap I've ever heard in my right. whole life, and it's very, it, it's, uh, it's dry like a cracker. It's cracker yeah. like a like a saltine cracker. Right. It's very dry, but but it moves the story along in a format. And it, and then there was some good conversation on it. And one of the conversations was anything that uh, advances the culture where they see, where they see uh, uh, entertainment uh, in in a hip hop form. Even though I don't feel it's like true hip hop, but right. that it advances the culture. So yes, it, and it brought it brought uh, people who might have not ever had experience with hip hop to it. Right. So I guess that's part of it. But to say that this was like the greatest play ever or the greatest, you know, and music. And you're saying that Carmichael said it sucked? It's and, and he was right, though. Um, for the reasons that he said it sucked, it did suck. Mm. And, and so I, I was really happy to he see. He said it on this? Yeah, he said it on the shop. Right. And, and it was cool to see him on it, too, because um, like there's a lot. And Carmichael's doing really well, obviously, in Hollywood and in comedy. But I don't think that everyone knows him. Uh, and, and so to see him on there, I was really excited. I mm. was really excited when I saw him on the show. Right uh, to have a comedian uh, like that, uh, that that force of youth comedy coming through on the show right away. Right. Um. Did they know what he was talking about when he said Hamilton? Yeah, yeah. But they all knew. Yeah, but you, did you see uh, a green right there? Uh, yeah, Draymond Green. Yeah, and he was drinking wine. Yeah. Uh, Whitlock had a big problem with him drinking the wine too. Why? Wine in a barbershop, black man drinking wine. Well, this nigga ain't even in his own proper skin. So what the fuck he worried about with Draymond drinking? <laughs> I'm just telling you what he said. He was, he was, he, he just mad he ain't on the motherfucker. That's all that is. Well, they asked him if he'd be on it, and then he said yes. Well, then there you go. But I just thought it was really funny. Look, that's, that's Candace Parker. Right. Yeah, she's one of the very few pretty women in the WNBA. There are, you know what? I've seen some of the WNBA players when they're not playing, and they actually put on a little bit of makeup, and they dress. They're not, dude. But that fucking height. Okay, some that of, height, and they and and they don't they don't they don't walk with that height well. No, they they walk like awkward dudes. Right, even seven foot dudes don't walk correctly a lot okay, of times. Okay, so, so I, I, I mean, get I what you're, I get what you're saying. You putting on makeup if you walking but, like a, a hurt giraffe. But some of the younger, some of the some of the ones that aren't that tall, some of the ones that are in there, like you know, that are that five eight. You know, that's still tall and Man, they look good. Them is the ugliest holes in captivity. Ugh. Listen, and I know we might have brushed upon this on the, because I do kind of remember talking about this on the W or the podcast, but I, I, I think we were in Detroit and I just happened to be, Zoom, you know, uh, channel surfing and I, I stopped at ESPN where a WNBA game was being played. <sighs> I don't understand how as a dude you could like that. Like, like, I just, I just, I wish somebody would, would explain to me, what is the excitement? Like, if there was never a men's basketball and the WNBA NBA was all that there was, then you wouldn't know any better. But when you come from watching the guys as a dude, what is the fucking thrill of watching nonstop jump shots, layups, and fundamental bouts and chest passes. Because that's all there is. There was a three-on-one fast break, you know, that ended in three passes and an eventual layup. On a three-on-one fast break. But Hold up. You do that same shit with Michael, 
Scotty, and whoever the third player is, or LeBron, Dwayne Wade, Bosh, whoever, you know, yeah. Kobe, Shaq, whoever the third player. That motherfucker ends in a spectacular dunk. And even the passes might have some razzle-dazzle to them. What the fuck is the excitement? But it looks just like like those old films that you see, like late 50s basketball. And was that fun? No, but that's what they knew at the time. But if you give this sport time to grow and find these women that are going to be better, eventually the game will improve. In terms of what? What will they do different? They'll be able to dunk. There'll be more women that can Men dunk. and bitches is taking gorilla uh, shots. Ain't no bitch naturally. If them bitches start dunking and doing the physical things that the men do, them bitches is they're on something. There's a few naturally. That yeah. just doesn't go down. There's like a that. few women in there who Brittany Griner uh, played in Phoenix, right? And you, you you know how she that bitch is a man. I don't give a fuck what you tell me. That bitch is a fucking man. Her, the way she talked, nigga, her voice. Yeah, yeah. So she walked into the men's restroom. And she said she's identifying this moment as a man. I would believe it. I would I would be pissing at the same urinal with her. <laughs> that bitch is a beast, nigga. And then on top of that, like I said, Diana Taurasi, do you know who that is? Yeah. That Phoenix bitch looks again. like a shark, nigga. Phoenix again. She looks like a fucking shark. She, she's a Now, she is Ugh. one of the better. She's one of the games that has the, the, the best games. Not that it would cross over to the men's game, but she has a really good game. Maybe other than women's tennis. And golf. And golf. Women athletes, I'm telling you, it, it, there's a mannishness to how they interact with you in terms of a person. Like the same way me and you as two dudes could be sitting here talking and we we, we talk with a certain physical flair. They have, a, they have that male flair when they when they deal with you, because they're all, they the voice is a little deeper. They, they the strength is everything is a little bit done a little bit stronger. They want to be on that same level though. If you, if you, if you were sitting around and that's sexy, room, that's I sexy. Say, I didn't say it was sexy. To some people, maybe it is sexy. To other athletes, maybe to oh. dudes who are into physical bitches like like in shape physical bitches like that, where they they can have a physical partnership. But like, come on, man. Uh, nah, nah, that shit ain't like even Layla Ali, beautiful girl. Yeah, but in interviews, you can almost hear it a little bit. You can hear it. Mm. <laughs> Not much, but it was a hint of it. I like what you said about. Hey, uh, Layla, uh, you you got kids now, right? Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. You heard it. I like how you. <laughs> the black female athletes are the only ones that use the N word. Well, no, I said. Uh, you, say it? you said something like that. I, I, I said uh, black female athletes are the only ones that call you bruh. Oh, bruh. That's what it was. So what up, bruh? And slap you to the, the, the five with the half hug. You know, it just. I'm telling you, I've, I, I remember, where were we? I was in San Antonio when we were in San Antonio. And I was at the fucking um, yard house. Brittany Griner and Tarasi, that team, the Phoenix team. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I don't think they play Phoenix now. Do they still? 
Uh, I don't know. I don't. Might be. Might be. I think Tarasi's still there, but I don't know. If no, Griner's still there. Okay. Anyway, the team was at the fucking yard house, and I immediately recognized Brittany. And then later, I saw Diana. And as they were all sitting there talking, like their legs was open, the posture was dudeish. Like it was just like you know, I didn't see no femininity. Everything was a little mannish, and that's that. That's not sexy to me, man. Well, yeah, you know, I, I don't want to compare this to that, but I'm going to. I'm, I'm going to compare it like this, and, and you're, and this is more of a white thing, I guess. But Bowie had a little. Uh, David Bowie had a little. Uh, a little pull is playing funk music, and in, in, in the black community, saw him as kind of that white funk player. But uh, he was that androgynous person. Where when he did that whole uh, uh, star man, where you didn't know whether he was uh, the glam rock thing, where was he? Where he kind of had a you didn't recognize if it was a male or a female, and that already went on. That was in the '60s for for for, for dudes like that. But he's a musician. Yeah. And he's, and he's doing Musicians a, be on that weird yeah. shit that's, that's acceptable. People accept that from musicians, though. Because that music is a, is a... But 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 is it but is that kind of and and I'm not saying I'm for this and I'm not saying I'm against it I, I I'm not for it I got to be honest I'm not for it but it, but isn't it the but isn't that kind of the direction where people want to be in the more where you're not uh, you're not noticed by your uh, sexuality you're noticed by your what what you bring instead I mean isn't this kind of isn't that kind of the what they're trying to work towards Yeah well, you know motherfuckers is being weirdos now you know it's cool to be a weirdo. You know, I, I I still think there's something to be said for, you know, Love old it. old fashioned, sim- very simple, old fashioned. I am a man, you are a woman. There it is. Well, like I, I was, I had this conversation with my son the other day, and I said, uh, I, I forgot how we got into this, but I was like, you don't. He said, oh, he, he said he, he recognizes people. By their brain, how they think—that's how he finds out if he's attracted to them. But I go, but what leads you to talk to them in the first place? Because you can't. There's hundreds of people around you all day long. There has to be something that, that draws you in, that attracts you. And 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 I mean, besides the obvious, the physical, the but look. That's, but that is what it is. And how do, how are we going to do this? I, and, and, I'm, and I'm kind of questioning this. I'm, I'm I'm throwing this all out there in one big pail because I don't really understand it myself. But how am I going to? As a dude, if I if I went out, if I if I don't look at you physically, right. how am I gonna? How do I? How does my brain connect with you? I mean, I don't know that you what books or you know what movies you like from across the room. Right. But I might say, hey, I really like. She has nice hair and I, she has a cute smile. I want to talk to that girl, and then you go from there, and then maybe nothing happens. Yeah, listen, brain can be sexy, but you still have to look fuckable. Well, I think there's things that we find attractive in in people, and I and I don't think that and I don't think that attract. I think attractive has been sold as a bad word. I find, and this is really this is going to be some. I find girls that have like that are are pretty, but right. have like a fucked up feature. Like I like a girl that has a fucking jagged tooth. Right. Just like because if they're beautiful, and then they have that little that little imperfection. Right. This one girl I dated, she had a. She had a scar above her lip where her, and she's a beautiful girl, but a dog bit her and she had this scar right there. Right. It made her beauty even more sexy to me because you saw what an imperfection and this beauty still flew out of it. So I, I'm attracted to some weird shit. So listen, I don't know that beauty could ever be perfect because who the fuck is perfect? But 
if 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 perfect or as close to perfect is supposed to be, you know, take for instance, I'm dating myself here, but Cindy Crawford in her prime or Halle Berry in her prime, where you would look and go, where are the flaws? Now, internally, they might be fucked up. Brain-wise, they might be stupid as shit. But let's just say before you get to all that, from scalp to cuticle, there's nothing wrong with this bitch. Face is a 10. Tits are big enough. Legs are gorgeous. Toe game is spectacular. Ass is on point. This bitch is beautiful. All the teeth it adds, beautiful smile. Okay, that's fine and good. But everybody ain't Halle Berry and everybody ain't Cindy Crawford. So fuck what's supposed to be close to perfection to, to, to really get to what you're saying is, yeah, a little flaw might be, you know. The thing that's more attractive. More attractive, attractive. Makes them attractive. Listen, I, I found out today as we was walking through the mall. Now, you know, I ain't into fat bitches now. I ain't fucking no fat bitch. Uh, and I damn sure ain't into you got to be. Halle Berry in a prime, and th- and that's not fat shaming, by the way. I just want to say this. You I don't just give a fuck are, if it is, but, but you're not attracted to big girls. I'm not, but, 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 but you but, have the right not to be. By right. the way, I just wanted to point that out. But let's say on a scale of one to ten, ten being Halle Berry in a prime, and one being, oh my god, I'd rather fuck a dude. Uh, let's say you're a fucking. I I, I like eights, a strong seven, but more eight and up. Um, but, but, uh, you know, I, I like a thick bitch and I don't mean again, and every nigga know there's a fine line between thick and fat. Yeah. I like a thick bitch, but now I figure, you know, I'm, I think I'm starting to like a thick bitch with a tinge of chunky, just a tinge, not fat, thick. Thick to me, thick to me is like if the girl turned around real fast and she stopped, her body would stop when she stops. Ch- uh, fat is when she stops, but her body keeps turning. Right, like the like some of the meat is trying to catch up with the turn, and then it goes past her. Right. And then I, I'm, chunky I'm, would be where it just goes wobbles a little bit after. Right, I, I I like a bitch that look like I got a tackle for sex. You know what I mean? Yeah, you like I like a little bit of yeah. I, meat. I want I want to make it. Like if we were to fight physically, I know I could win it, but there's a chance I might need to yell help. <laughs> See, I always said that we we we've had conversations about this, but I always say I want to I want someone that I can move. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big dude. I'm not a big dude. I don't I'm not going to be throwing. Yeah, I'm just saying, man. The the, the the WNBA. I just I didn't get it. I'm just as a dude. Why are you watching this? But and there be dudes at the games. Like what the fuck? And 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 again, here's the other thing. That's the problem. From an athleticism standpoint, and from a physical standpoint, they don't do what the men can do yet. I don't think they ever will. And if they do, they ain't women no more. Be careful. Stay woke, y'all. This is how you end up getting trapped. Where are the crossovers, the ankle breakers. Where are the tomahawk jams, the one-hand put-back jams, the tip-ins, the alley-oops, the fancy Magic Johnson-type passes, the Michael Jordan post-move, back-you-down, shimmy-shake, turn-away, turn-around, fade-away. You just get more with the men that make you go, ooh, ah, 
With the women, you just go, yep, chest pass. Yep, basic bounce pass. Yep, layup. Yep, jump shot. And then on top of that, again, the personalities. Watching Shaq do an interview. You know, you want the big dog to guard Dallas, you got to fear them. Sacramento, Queens. Yeah, I said it. Write it down. You know, to put print it. I said it. The Kembe Matumbo. No man dump on Matumbo. You know, Barkley. You know, uh, the Phoenix Sun, Cobra Brown. Let me tell you something, man. Those people are idiots. They're dumbest. And they just assholes. Personalities. There's no personalities with the women. But the women complain that they don't get enough media attention to develop their personalities for people to like them the same way or have the same kind of buy-in. I'm not saying I agree with that. I'm just saying that's what has been said by the women. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And if you gave them on air, listen, if you gave them on airtime, who's the chick that might not be from this country that sound like Madombo. Maybe not but an an accent that you go, Oh, okay, that's some personality. That's different. Who's that chick? We need a British Who, we need the, a British chick. Who's the chick that sounds like Charles Barkley in terms of say what you want, don't give a fuck, no holds barred, funny things being said within the interview because you are that brash. Where's the chick that sounds like Shaq, just big, goofy and funny? Where are they? I don't know. Uh, but in the sports, we also forgot about women's volleyball. And I think there's been some women's volleyball players that have been outspoken and, and have a personality that people will watch. And, and, and bitches are built so awkward. And, and, but the same with uh, Just women's tall, tennis. flat back. The whole everything is flat. No, so some, of them are, some of them are getting th- are, are getting because they need, they need that power. They they need more power. And like I said, anything develops. Like these, the women will start finding women that that really know that there's a career and they like the game and they get further into it. But here, let's take this from we 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 made this about women and what we find attractive. Let's take this to a different point. What have you? What have you? Uh, what have you had a daughter that wants to play basketball? Which, I, listen, I'm gonna support her in whatever she wants to do. Um, but now you're going to be at her games then, and those. No, are, that don't mean that you you wouldn't go to her games if she was in a, if she became a WNBA player. I might go initially because you know I want to show support. But if you ain't making the playoffs, <laughs> you gotta you gotta give me. But maybe, but maybe the, the daughter, the, the the girls out there, and I'm really, my daughter is too girly for that shit. Okay, she really is. But there is a girl out there that's going to have a crossover that's going to kill. What, what, what's uh, Reggie um, Cheryl Miller? Yeah, she had a mean game. She was she well, was she, the highest scoring female of all time, a hundred and something points. I think a hundred and one to be exact. And she didn't have to dunk to play a game, but she played the game above that level. I'm sorry, it wasn't. She's, it jump was, shot. It was Another better. Jump Another jump shot. Dude, there's Lay a lot of there's a lot of shot. there's a lot of dudes in the NBA that don't they can't dunk. There's a lot of white dudes in the NBA that can't dunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you put that on there because I'm you know come on dude. No, but uh, Nate Robinson. Okay, this could live in a shoebox. Damon Stod- and could dunk. Damon Stoudemire, great uh, point guard, couldn't dunk, but had a killer crossover though. Yeah. And could score on you like it was nothing. But he couldn't dunk. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not but, 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 but again, Duncan ain't it. Ain't all there is. There's all the other shit. Allen Iverson had a personality. The tattoos, the cornrows. Practice, man. And a killer crossover. 
and was that small and could fly in the air and take them hits and get up and was a soldier. Like, come on, yo. But we're also talking. Like, see, I, I, dude, and I'm watching the game and just seeing these broads sweat and make the mean face and thump they chest. If, it's, it's almost like, look, if I want to see that level of ferociousness, I'm watching the men who will give it to you times 50. What's the pleasure in going backwards? I, I, I really don't know. And, and, and I, and I, like, if this, like, like if you're telling me, if you make any case to go, the women can be exciting because X, Y, and Z. Okay, even if I gave you that, you mean to tell me there's another level to this? There's a better level? There's a more exciting level? And if that's available, and I've seen that, Anything else is a letdown. Why am I watching it? Because in the 60s, the men didn't have that level either. It wasn't until the 70s when you really got to see that kind of basketball being played. It was the entrance of Dr. J. In the 60s, though, who was playing the game? Who was really playing? Who was really dominating the game? Well, it was white dudes. Okay, then. So you just answered it. No, but even even the black dudes that were playing until Dr. J entered the league, until uh, the R- Rucker Park Bill Russell style of playing. Bill Russell would, and he played the late sixties. Yeah, and he played a very he was he he more layups than dunks from Russell because that was still the traditional way to play. Yeah, but it was just so exciting to see a nigga finally. <laughs> you know what I'm saying that the wow factor was enough. That just being him there was enough. And he was a he was a giant amongst midgets. He was. It was a spectacle. No, there's no doubt about it. And the game has changed and it's progressed. All I'm saying is the game has grown because of the time that it was given. And and obviously, even okay, even and I and I hate to say this because I know this is going to get you fired up. When we're when I'm watching some of this, we're we're, we're there. But when I'm watching mm-hmm. some of this uh, on TV, uh, some of these uh, these guys talking about who they're. Like who's better? Like all these new players, Mike wouldn't play as well in the NBA because of this. And you're watching these young guys. And when Michael did his uh, ha- from the free throw uh, free mm-hmm. throw line dunk, I mean he left actually. I mean he was kind of his foot was on the free throw line a little bit. Right, part of his foot was. These guys now are taking off from way further back than the free throw line. Behind the free throw line, Not yeah. Really. Not in game dunks. No, nah. not in games, but in, in the in these dunk competitions. And no, do, but and the practice. dunk cont- competitions have gotten stupid. Okay. They've gotten All silly. All I'm saying is this game has continued to grow, and the, the physicalness of the people that are coming up are even greater, and that's going to happen with the women's game listen, as well. Listen, no, it's, I don't believe it will, not naturally. And if it does happen, it's not natural. This is why I have to be the nice guy because I have to take this side so that you can take the other side. Uh, but we ain't gotta we ain't gotta play good cop, bad cop, nigga. Let's both be two corrupt cops. Okay, I'm telling you though, I do think that it will get better. Will it ever catch up to the men's game? No, I don't so think so. then what's the point? Because What's the point? Because when you have a daughter and she wants to be wait, wait, look at the play, wait, 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 time out, time out. This HBO preview. Are they doing a story about the dude tattoo? I wonder if that's about the dude tattoo oh. that played, um, you know, the plane boss, the plane, because yeah. it just showed a preview of him in the white suit, and they got the midget from Game of Thrones playing that dude. Wasn't that dude ethnic? He, I don't know what he was. He wasn't from America, obviously. Yeah, 
Tattoo, though. Yeah, that's what his name was on Tattoo. With, it, was, uh, it was it really he looked with like... With Ricardo Monteblon. Was that his name? Yeah, that's the the, the, the tall dude. The, his... Right. The, but that dude, the plane, the plane, he was ethnic. Yeah. And they got a white... I don't know if that's what it's about. Let me... To be continued, but go ahead. Well, what do you think? There's another problem here. We need to, we need to find the... Yeah. Oh, man. We're going to have to talk about that. That's, that's why I said to be continued. These white people taking everything. Oh. <sighs> Uh, but you would say, listen, that argument, athletes today, bigger, stronger, this era, dude, all day today, I've been on YouTube watching old Michael Jordan clips and Larry Bird clips. Hogwash. Hogwash. No, no, no. Bigger, stronger, my ass. Motherfuckers took beatings back then. No, I'm not disagreeing with that. And I'm not saying that the, the, the level of competition wasn't as great. I'm just saying some of these guys are developing these skills because of training, because of uh, nutrition, because of different things. And I don't having. think the game is better. No, the game isn't better because now it's... Uh, it's you not, can't touch them. Everything's a flagrant. It, oh, there's an ejection. Niggas back then fought. Yeah, it's not played the same way. And it was exciting when we watch basketball but don't forget before uh that era there era there used to be uh the 120 point games the 130 point games where it was all offense and no defense back then too and then uh that's when uh magic, what was that before magic and uh and uh and bird like in what the 70s yeah they had those high scoring games because their people wouldn't play any any offense any defense and they were they were calling fouls. So then they went a different way. The game is always evolving. Yeah, but the broads, man. It's it's. But if you were if you were a female, I, again, this is the chauvinist to me. I have a hard time watching women do macho shit. Well, what are, what are they supposed to do if they're a really good basketball player? And they love basketball. They have the same passion for basketball that that a dude has, and they have skills. What are they supposed to do with that? Are they supposed to be? Are they supposed to go, go to the? T- uh, this is gonna dribble my food to my table, <laughs> doing a round the back <laughs> play toss to me, <laughs> and shoot my beer to me. <laughs> but, it, but do you want to put limitations on your daughter like that? I, listen again. If the bitch wants to do it, yeah, I'm there. I'm there. But you know. But in all honesty, this isn't the, this isn't like when women were breaking into the news industry where they're becoming anchors. Women can read the news. As yeah, as that to me is okay. So you saying it's sports? Just the physical. The, it, they, it, listen, there's a certain uh, you gotta have to be a physical to be a to, to do a sport. It, there's an animalistic. You gotta your mind. You gotta think like a warrior. You gotta think uh, survival, hurt, kill or be killed. That to me goes against what being a woman is. I don't want no bitch who growls. So when a girl is playing tennis and she hits that ball and she makes that uh, sound, no, they don't go. uh, They go. uh. (laughs) That bothers you? Nah, because it, you know, uh, it sounds right to you, as opposed to yeah, (laughs) pussy, pussy ass, (laughs) nigga. I think that's it, dude. <laughs> this was a ramble. This is one of the weirdest podcasts we've ever done. Uh, but we will be in uh, in Jacksonville, Florida at the Comedy Zone. Yeah. This weekend. Right. Thursday through Sunday, right? Thursday through Sunday. 
And then after that, we're going to be somewhere. I, I know where I think at. we start hitting the Portland area. Yeah. Or? Yeah. But right. you can find it on AriesSpears.com. Uh, and again, I know I'm, I should be up and running uh, definitely by tomorrow. But again, I'm no longer on Twitter. So Patreon. Uh, I haven't. All my shit is almost set up. I just got to work out a couple of nooks and crannies. Um, and then I'll try to get rocking and rolling on that. Uh, so again, to all my fans who listen to the podcast that once followed me on Twitter, who now know I've been banned from that world, uh, bear with me. Uh, you're the Pete Rose of Twitter. Yeah. You've been banned for life. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe I'll get a new haircut and get accepted back in. We'll, we'll see. Uh, my favorite part though of your Twitter followers. Yeah. Man, so many people hit me up when you got banned. Yeah. And they're all like, do you know why did Aries get banned? You know, Aries got banned. Aries not on Twitter anymore. Aries got taken out. I got like 10. Yeah. Just random people I've never heard from before right. just telling me about how you got taken off Twitter, which I thought was funny as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there it is. Uh, Pandora, Aries Spears, YouTube, Aries Spears. Hit subscribe. Uh, Facebook, Aries Spears. Instagram, Aries Spears official. Uh, we got to check and see how this fucking podcast is doing, man. We got to kick the heat up. Yeah, well, I'm andycomedy.com. All my social media is on the top uh, of my uh, webpage. I'm going to try not to give a fuck as much anymore. We're going to say... Uh, you know, it's going to be a work in progress. No, nah, it just... You know what? I, I, and, I, and I told you from this weekend, I just... I lost my angst, and I'm getting my angst back, and I yeah. was just doing things. Yeah. Um, we, I have to keep that shit. And it, it, it's what really moves me, and I, I, let, I let it go. And we'll talk more about it next week. But guys, uh, like we said, Jacksonville... Uh, we appreciate you listening. Please tell some people. Go on iTunes or Google Play and, and subscribe and rate us so we can get these. And let me real quick give a shout out. Uh, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't get to it, but uh, I do eventually want to get to it. To a let these guys know I appreciate them. The people that write into me via email, Henry Duran Podcast. Yep. Uh, oh, you got that one? Yeah. Well, he came out. He was there. Did you? Did you? Did he say hello to you last night? When he was in line, you were really... Oh, he didn't. I like the conversation between Aries and the recent guests regarding the N-word, problems in the black business community. Con two conversations I think you two would find interesting are with Coleman Hughes, with Sam Harris, and Glenn Lowry. I'm not sure if Glenn Lowry is a coon, though they are critical of many progressives, including many black progressives. Uh, we will touch upon this. Henry, thank you for listening. Love you, brother. And one from Shady Wolf. Uh, you got to check out the new Eminem album and talk about it on the podcast. Thoughts? So Shady and Henry uh, and James Taylor. Uh, you guys are going to understand. I'm on YouTube. You're pretty messed up, but I know you work with them. Uh, oh, shit. James Taylor goes, just a heads up, bro. Someone recorded your stand-up, and now it's on YouTube. Pretty messed up, bro. I know you worked hard on them jokes, and when you go into a city, now niggas going to know your jokes. Uh, eh, let's give or take. Uh, I can, say, I, I can yeah. say this, though, about your live performance. Right. A anytime you're watching it on, the, uh, on YouTube, it doesn't do it justice when you see you live. And shit happens different at every one of your shows. Yeah, so, uh, and plus, I'm not that big like that. Uh, if I was Chappelle, that would be a different story. But hey, hey, uh, I'm, I'm not that big like that to where it's going to make that kind of noise, you know. But it is fucked up. You're right. Appreciate you saying that. But thank you. We got this. All right. 
All right. Uh, I guess we're going to see you guys next week. Which of us is shitting first? Uh, I think I'm going to go downstairs. Well, don't you have to shower? Yeah. Well, no, you go ahead and do your thing because we got to leave in about 24 minutes. I'm going to be quick. So I'm going to go down and you're going to take one of them white man showers. What? I've been, when I have worked out at the gym, I see y'all mother. Y'all don't, you know, white people, y'all wash and then put your jeans on with no drawers and no no, no lotions and no, shit. No, I don't use, lo- you, you, I don't know, I don't get that lotion stuff, man. Well, I, this nigga shit. Well, well one, we, we, can't, we can't be ashy, so we got to use lotion. There's some ashy ass black folks out there, so I don't know, what do you mean you can't be ashy? They ain't, they ain't ashy on purpose, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Some motherfuckers can't afford cream. But two, it's just nice to moisturize. You know, <laughs> wait, you know what's really fucking funny? I gotta say, we got to say this on the podcast. When I came in here the other day, okay, so I just got to say this really quick. Aries gets to this hotel. He got the two uh, beds so that when he goes back home at night, I could just crash here at night. I don't have to pay for a hotel. It saves me a lot of money, and I really appreciated that. So I came in. uh Friday night, you right. went back. You went back to your house on Friday night, and I go. Uh, and I was going to take a shower that night, and I went and I and I and sometimes I'll throw lotion on at night before I go right. to sleep. The lotion was gone, and I know. Did, did you take the lotion on Friday night? Did you lotion up before you went to the club on Friday night? <laughs> I might have. <laughs> I, know I, you, might have. I, I know you did. Yeah, yeah, I might have. I, I know might you have. did. And I saw the lotion was missing. And I said, uh, and I said, the air. But you me. see, I, nigga, I'm black. I, nigga. I, the air, he's got the lotion. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, plus it's nice when your skin feels smooth and shit. You know, it's it's the biggest joke in this whole thing about black black people do this, white people do this, and it's it's supposed to be not funny. But fuck that shit, it is funny. We all do dude, different dude, shit. Dude, but 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 again, I'm not saying you, but like you know, I've I've seen the white guys at the gym, man. Motherfuckers don't put on no lotion. That's a different no shit. body powder. Dude. Like how you just dry off and put your jean, your denim over your nuts because, with no drawers? Because white dudes don't want their dick flying out around everybody else. Why would it fly out? Because they they want to put their clothes on and get the fuck out of there. They don't take long showers. But if you put them in a sauna, right? They'll sit in there fucking all day long. Yeah, but they got a towel around their waist. Exactly. It's about the cover up. Oh, so they're trying to quickly cover the evidence. <laughs> See, well, here's the thing. I I don't really go around looking at dicks. I don't either, but, but, but motherfuckers but, walk in the shower nude, like but, walking in locker room nude. But I'm convinced that we white dudes all believe we have small dicks. Listen, dude, told. I do the thing where if I'm in the locker room and I'm, you know, about to take a shower, yo, I, I have the towel around my waist and pull my drawers down from underneath the towel. Look, my dick ain't like that, nigga. I'm but t- but who's looking at you? I know, but come on, man, my dick ain't like that, and I gotta hold up hold the rumor. I'm telling you, if I was if I was packing like that, nigga, I would I would walk out on this balcony with everybody in the pool and smoke me a square with the dick out. I I got I, I admit, if I had a big dick, I'd wear it. Short, I'd wear short shorts and I'd let it fall out all the time. Nigga, I'd, and, I, I, and I'd apologize. To I'm sorry, dude. No, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me, my dick, my. My missile it just came out. Came out. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, dude. I fucked. <laughs> Guys, we'll talk to you next week. Right. Yeah.